Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. One of my favorite sayings is, tomorrow begins today. I have the saying, torn from a magazine, stuck with one lone magnet to the front of my fridge. I look at it every day because it reminds me that what I'm doing right now, in this moment, isn't just about today. It's about the law of the harvest. It's about creating what I want in my life, tomorrow, going forward. It's about planting the seeds for the fruits I want to come forth. It's about karma. It's about active creation from a big picture perspective. It's about planting and nurturing seeds in work, in relationships, in self-development, in learning. Tomorrow begins today, and that means today is a powerful space to occupy. Stories are our lives in language. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. I'm Lori Lee, and I'm excited for our future together of telling stories, evaluating our own stories, and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories. This podcast is about empowerment and giving you, the listener, ideas to work with in making your stories work for you. Story power serves you best when you know how to use it. If you could harvest anything you wanted in your life, what would it be? It's November. It's harvest time. Thanksgiving is giving thanks for what we've harvested over the summer. Let's think about this for a minute. When I was a child, we lived in a small Idaho community, and each summer my parents planted beans, potatoes, tomatoes, chard, onions, you name it. We had a garden plot that ran down one whole side of our property, and at the top of our alfalfa fields we had another big garden, rows and rows of raspberry bushes. During the summer, My dad would irrigate the garden and my brothers and sister and I would splash in the water in our swimming suits as it flooded the lawn. But during the week, we'd pull weeds. Every day, it felt like. Before we could play, we had to pull weeds and at harvest time, we carried our little buckets and made our way through the rows of the reaching pickery raspberry plants, plucking off plump maroon berries and piling them in our buckets. My mom made jam and canned peaches and beans She froze corn and berries. It was a busy time. And I'll be honest, I hated it. I hated weeding. I hated picking beans and raspberries. I just wanted to be out biking and roller skating down the street in front of our house. But what my parents knew and cared about, that I didn't at the time, was that all that fresh fruit, all those delicious vegetables, had to be planted, then nurtured and watered, and then, of course, harvested so we could eat healthy, fresh, and self-sufficient. It was the law of the harvest at work. The tomorrow of healthy eating would start in the spring with the smallest of seeds and a plot of dirt. From small and simple things, we would reap a bounty of gorgeous fruits and vegetables, overflowing with colors and goodness. All it took was the willingness to act to plant the seed and nurture, weed and water, and then the harvest was a hundredfold. Such is the law in our lives. Today is a space you created with all your days that came before, the glorious and the ugly. If you're sitting in a warm home surrounded by family and loved ones, 
It's because you worked, you loved, you invested in yourself and others. If you're loving yourself, it's because you plant thoughts and gentleness in your own heart and mind about who you are and what you do. If you have friends, it's because you are a friend. The opposite is also true. If you live in lack in any of these spaces, it is so because of the seeds planted within your mindset and actions as well. If your relationships are anemic, it's because of the way you do not invest in them and the people you allow into your life. If you struggle with an addiction, it's most likely because you chose to get involved with an addictive substance. If you live in fear, it is because you allow thoughts of fear rather than faith to dominate your mind. If you're in debt, chances are it's due to choices you made to spend. Let's hop on the responsibility train. Today, I'm talking about tomorrow begins today so that today we begin creating for tomorrow, for all the tomorrows that will bear the fruit of the seeds we plant right now. And because it's amazing how small seeds, a tiny, tiny seed that is so small and may get lost in the palm of your hand, once it is planted and nurtured, will create such glorious and intricate flowers or a sprawling plant from which abundant fruits or vegetables continue to develop. The concept of our ability to create such harvests is planting simple seeds in glorious and powerful ways, and none of that is to be missed. When I was 18, I started college. I packed up my car and drove to a college an hour or so away, moved into my first apartment. Two years later, I finished my associate's degree, and with it moved to California to use that degree. One thing leads to the next. I invested in my education, which allowed me to travel to a different state to accept a job where I then met people, created memories, and created friendships I've had for 20 years. When I went back to school for my bachelor's degree, that led me not only to a more educated mind and a deeper understanding of things, but to friends, to rock climbing. I started there with the class that I took, to backpacking, to people who would shape the rest of my life. I met my future husband while at college, and that, of course, led to my children. My education gave me the credentials I needed to get my first jobs, the skills to write work worth being published, and the foundation for getting my master's degree further down the road. My investment in my master's degree allowed me to teach at the university, which had always been a dream, and it allowed me to study something that I loved And it eventually was key in creating the Love Your Story podcast and all of the incredible people I've met on this particular journey. Of course, there are hundreds, even thousands of other things that were born from these choices. But the choice, my choice, to seek education led me to knowledge, to people, to experiences, to purpose, and to accomplishment. It brought forth abundantly. The law of the harvest is a universal law. What you plant will determine what you reap. If you plant weeds, you're not going to get fruit and vegetables. If you plant trees, you're not going to get cacti. If you plant flowers, you will get bouquets. Choices. All of them lead somewhere. So I just want you to think, what choices are you making right now? And where are they leading? Put the podcast on pause and just think about that question specifically for you, specifically for where you're at in your life right now. Where are those choices really leading you? Are those choices taking you where you want to go? Are you becoming who you want to be? 
Are you creating the relationships that you want to create? Are you planting the seeds for the experiences that you want to have? Or are you just kind of along for the ride, hoping that everything turns out in one way or another and great things will show up? If you want to travel to Europe, are you planting the seeds to make that happen eventually? If you want a good relationship with someone, are you spending the time and effort to create it? If you want a promotion, are you actually planting the appropriate seeds to get it? If you want to be good at something, are you practicing? If you want to live with less fear, are you becoming aware of the stories that you tell yourself that create that fear or that self-doubt? As we discuss the harvest, we are focused on results. But I want to expand into the process as well. You know, the journey. I was reading in Oprah's book, What I Know For Sure, the other day. And she talks about the line from Leanne Womack's song that says, When you get the choice to sit out or dance, I hope you dance. It's a country song, Oprah says. What I know for sure is that every day brings a chance for you to draw in a breath, kick off your shoes, and step out and dance to live free of regret and filled with as much joy, fun, and laughter as you can stand. You can either waltz boldly onto the stage of life and live the way you know your spirit is nudging you to, or you can sit quietly by the wall, receding into the shadows of fear and self-doubt. You have the choice this very moment, the only moment you have for certain. I hope you aren't so wrapped up in non-essential stuff that you forget to really enjoy yourself. Because this moment is about to be over. I hope you'll look back and remember today is the day you decided to make everyone count. To relish each hour as if there would never be another. And when you get the choice to sit it out or dance, I hope you dance. Unquote. As I read that last week, I decided to accept a couple invitations that included travel. I struggled with the scheduling and taking too much time away from home. But as I thought about that line, when you have the choice to sit it out or dance, I hope you dance, I decided I was going to say yes to the dance. And I booked my trips and crossed out days on my calendar. As of the writing of this, I have not yet made those trips. But on further reflection, I know it was right to accept the dance sitting in my office doing things that feel important versus being out meeting people and creating connections and possibility and learning the travel and the networking the relationship building and the opportunities these are going to plant seeds for more good fruit to come in my life there will be plenty of days to sit in my office doing important work on the computer but for me right now those were good seeds to plant this idea of actively engaging with life is just one way of planting seeds for tomorrow's harvest. There is also the active creation of making choices to live within your moral and ethical codes to create your character as you wish it to be. Planting the seeds of honesty today creates peace and trust tomorrow. Service today creates connection, the feel-goods of lightening someone's burden, love, good karma, friendship, The seeds of living according to your belief system bear the fruits of self-respect. The seeds of love beget the fruits of more love. For love begets love. 
In high school, my oldest son dedicated himself to taking AP classes and getting good grades in school. He harvested good results on his AP exams and tested out of college-level classes. He harvested the fruits of scholarships. My mother invested her life in caring for her children and grandchildren, and her harvest has been six children and 20 grandchildren who love her and their accomplishments and much of what they've been able to do has to do with the help and guidance that that she's given she has helped her grandsons receive their their eagle scouts from lots of dedicated time investing in them and having grandma camps and helping them to to earn merit badges just one example her investment of time with them created ripple effects and relationships and accomplishment within her family. I have attended a networking group faithfully and sought to help others forward their interests. The Harvest for me is connected with some amazing ladies who also help and support my efforts with the Love Your Story podcast. They listen, they share, they buy t-shirts and make Facebook posts. Not to mention my opportunity to know them and to work with them, to bask in their goodness, their energy, their joy, their forward thinking, and their own platforms. Now, there are also ill-planted seeds that we would have to acknowledge. I have seen friends and associates plant the following seeds, choosing to look at pornography and harvesting the fruits of addiction, twisted sexual expectations, a mindset of objectifying women, and much worse. I watched one friend lose his driver's license, go to jail, and pay over 10000 in court costs as his choices to drink and drive harvest him some rough years. I've seen the seeds of laziness and apathy harvest stagnation, and a life stalled out, lots of time lost. The seeds of self-loathing and condemnation have brought about the fruits of small and fearful lives when not tackled with serious efforts of breaking through that storm of darkness. I have spoken with many people as they sought to reframe their self-perceptions, who had lived small and afraid because they saw themselves as unworthy and so didn't dare go for big things. Ben didn't dare ask women out that he found attractive because he couldn't bear the possible rejection that was he was certain he would get, so he lived lonely. He resorted to using pornography and living a small, fearful life, all because he was certain he was too nerdy to try and build a real life that included a real relationship. Karen was certain she was a bad mother because she did not love being at home with her kids all the time. She knew how often she yelled and she constantly told herself she was not cut out for this. Her enjoyment of mothering curtailed by her self-loathing and certainty that everyone else was doing so much better. It was that inner critic that planted seeds of self-doubt and failure and comparison And so she harvested a negative and depleting parenting experience. But of course, those are not the types of seeds we want to plant or nurture. We want to pull out those weeds and allow for the purposeful placement of seeds that will bear joy and peace and goodness and abundance. And again, it's all within our power because we decide. We decide the harvest we want. We identify the seeds that we want to plant. Plant those babies and then nurture them every day. You'll start to see the bud pop from the metaphorical dirt. And then you'll see the stalks grow stronger and fuller as you continue to nurture them. And before long, 
you'll start to see more fruit than you could have imagined. The fruits of our labors are often far broader than we expected. The harvest much richer. In the episode where I interviewed Heidi Totten in October, the creator of 100 Humanitarians, we talked about how her original trip to Kenya years ago planted the seeds for a vision of greater impact that turned into a nonprofit that she created that has provided underwear for the women in Kenya, as well as bringing gardening and other ways of supporting and making life better for the people in Kenya. It was a simple trip that turned into something that's made a tremendous difference in the lives of women of Kenya. Seeds planted, work done, harvest happening, and the harvest is so rich. Let me mention another way of planting seeds, and that would be gratitude. In the book, The Magic by Rhonda Brin, she talks about the way to create more abundance in your life, more health, more money, better relationships, the fruition of your dreams. You must first give gratitude. To receive, you have to give. And her promise is that the magic formula for harvesting good things is to be grateful for what you already have. So we're talking about planting seeds for the things that you want, and then along that same route, really focusing on gratitude for the things you are already harvesting. It's a mindset. You plant seeds of gratitude in the words, thank you, and you harvest more of the things you are grateful for. For example, since I started doing the 28 days of gratitude suggested in that book, The Magic, I have daily planted seeds of gratitude in my own heart and top of mind consciousness because each day I start out focusing on 10 things I'm grateful for and why I'm thankful for them. The why has been interesting because it takes me to a deeper level and I get to evaluate what's important to me on this deeper level. For example, today I was grateful for a big basket of grapes that Valerie, um, my office manager, gave to me. And when I looked at the why, It was because it was abundance, and I love abundance. It was because it gave me a chance to create a fresh, healthy juice, and I love to eat healthy and feel healthy. And it was because it was a kindness, and I appreciate the kindness of my friends. I was grateful because that one act was about abundance and health and friendship. And by taking a look at it and getting into that detail of why, it made the whole experience richer. It made the whole transaction richer. As I do this exercise continuously, I've harvested a clarity about how much I am supported and blessed by God and the support around me. I have harvested an awareness of all the people who bring abundance, kindness, and blessings to me every day. I have harvested a space of deep appreciation and peace because of the deep realization and top of mind awareness of the abundance that flows to me every single day. The repetition is what has cemented this deep sense of understanding. And it's a beautiful harvest all its own. So I'll end today with a story shared by Dieter F. Uchtdorf of the LDS Church in a talk called God's Harvest. He gave this in 2014. A woman named Krista once worked for a small seed company. She loved her job. It was a source of immense wonder that each tiny seed she sold had the capacity to transform itself into something quite miraculous. A carrot, a cabbage, or even a mighty oak tree. 
Krista loved sitting at her computer, taking orders and answering questions. But one day she received a complaint that puzzled her. The seeds don't work, the customer said. I bought them two months ago and still nothing. Did you plant them in good soil and give them enough water and sunlight? Krista asked. No, but I did my part, the customer replied. I bought the seeds. After all, they are guaranteed to grow. But you didn't plant them? Heavens no, that would mean getting my hands dirty. Krista thought about this and decided that planting guidelines would have to be written. She resolved what the first guideline would be. You must follow planting instructions for the seeds to sprout. You can't set them on the shelf and expect them to grow. It wasn't long before another complaint puzzled her. The seeds aren't producing, a customer claimed. Did you plant them in good soil, Krista responded. Did you give them the appropriate amount of water and sunlight? Oh yes, the customer said. I did all of that exactly as it says on the package, but they don't work. Did anything happen at all, Krista said. Did they sprout? Nothing happened, the customer said. I planted them just as directed. I was hoping to have tomatoes for dinner, and now I am very disappointed. Wait, Krista replied. Are you saying you planted the seeds today? Don't be ridiculous, the customer replied. I planted them a week ago. I was not expecting to see tomatoes on the first day. I was patient. Let me tell you, there has been a lot of watering and waiting between now and then. Krista knew she would have to add another guideline. These seeds conform to the laws of biology. If you plant the seeds in the morning and expect to eat tomatoes later that week, you will be disappointed. You must be patient and wait for the work of nature to unfold before you. All went well until Krista received another complaint. I'm very disappointed in your seeds, the customer began. I planted them just as the package recommended. I gave them water, made sure they had sunshine, and waited until finally they produced their harvest. Sounds like you did everything right, Krista said. That's all very fine, the customer replied. But what I got was zucchini. My records show that those were the seeds you ordered, Krista said. But I don't want zucchini. I want pumpkins. I'm not following. I planted the seeds in my pumpkin patch, the very same soil that produced pumpkins last year. I praised the plants every day, telling them what beautiful pumpkins they would become. But instead of large, round, round orange pumpkins, I got long green zucchini, tons of them. Krista knew then that guidelines might not be enough and that it was necessary to state a principle. The seed you plant and the time of the planting Determine the harvest. As I sign off today, may you actively decide on what you want to harvest and then plant the right seeds. May you want the harvest bad enough that daily you will water, weed, and pay some attention to the seed. And may you garner a harvest that exceeds your expectations. Something wonderful, colorful, peaceful, joyful, filled with love and any other thing you hope to create. Tomorrow begins today, and that's a powerful place to be. Thank you for joining me on the Love Your Story podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, and share this podcast with anyone you think that it could be a blessing to today. 
share it as a way of creating good in the world share the love people and i'd sure appreciate it if you would take a minute and just hit the review button and leave a review if you like this podcast it makes a big difference for us and the placings of the podcast that means a lot thank you for listening thank you for being a part of my audience and we'll see you next week on the love your story podcast